0: What's up, everybody? It is Crypto Bobby, and I'm back, I guess. So let's talk about it. It's been a while since I've made a video on this channel, and for a while, that was was really nice. I just enjoyed not being on YouTube, and it was awesome, and it was great. And I don't know, recently, I got a little bit of an inkling to change things up and and just wanted to come back and and try some things out. And so we're going to do that today, and I'm going to talk to you really all about What I'm thinking as far as this channel goes. And as we're on the cusp, already maybe starting, potentially starting, having a good time with this little bull run in the year 2023, hopefully into 2024, I wanna talk more about the psychology and like the human emotion involved in crypto versus these are the top five altcoins to buy in crypto in 2024. There are a ton of channels out there that cover stuff like that. Some do it well, some don't do it well. A lot of people cover the tech and the trading and the charts and all that type of stuff. And all that stuff is awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. If if you like it, everybody has their own style. But one of the things that I've learned the most in the past four plus years since the last cycle, going through the last cycle, making a lot of money, losing a lot of money, going through this a few times now is that even aside from the tech, aside from the charts, all this stuff is is human emotion and your ability to understand yourself as well as to understand the other people around you is perhaps the most critical thing that you can do in terms of being successful investing in the crypto landscape. Because if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of this stuff, yeah, it's game-changing. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things around it, but in many cases... This stuff is trading on hope streams, narratives, whatever you want to say. And so if it's on narratives, if it's on human emotion, the most important thing here in many cases is understanding what people are thinking, what you are thinking and controlling like how you actually feel when you're watching your portfolio go up a ton of money or alternatively sometimes, which has been in the past few years. Certainly when you're watching your portfolio go down by a ton of money, by 50, 60, 70, 80 percent sometimes. So. I want to talk about that in this episode. If you are new here, which you probably aren't, you're probably an old subscriber, shout out to the old subscribers. Um, But if you like this concept, if you think it's interesting, let me know in the comments because frankly, I have no idea if this is going to stick. I have no idea if anybody's going to like this, but this to me is the most interesting thing or the most interesting aspect of stuff. And I want to go through a number of like books that I've read over time and talk about these specific lessons that I have learned. As well as things that I've read, uh, whether it's biographies or or different books, things of that sort, and taking these lessons about human emotion, about psychology, and applying them into the crypto landscape so that, A, during this, I can kind of better manage my own emotions, my own human being during this run up as things hopefully get crazy, but also maybe pass along some of those anecdotes or some of those learnings to you and hopefully help you get better. And again, I'm not going to sit here and try and pick the next altcoin or pick the next. Perfect time to trade. I am generally, I mean, basically always a permeable, but I'm especially bullish right now with what I think is going to happen. But I want to talk about, you know, these kind of core principles as we go into this this next cycle. And this may sound a little bit stupid, but a lot of the, the idea for this came through a tweet that I read earlier this morning and I figured, you know what, this idea in my response to the tweet which was literally just read this book, Psychology of Money. But the tweet itself is from Pierre Crypto. And he says, I know it's a bull market because I'm making giga trades, yet browsing the feed makes me feel giga poor and mad at myself. And when I read that, the first immediate thought in my mind was, A, I should tell people to read Psychology of Money. Because if you haven't read it, it's a book by Morgan Housel. And I think I read most of it during the last bull run or kind of the, the later stages of the last bull run. And I realized how much of it I messed up, but then also seeing how much money I lost and all of the mistakes that I made in the last bull run and how if I actually listened to the book and controlled my emotions better, I really would have had a much better grasp on things and had been like more realistic on stuff. Then I feel like it's just something that is, is really helpful to pass along to you. So the first thing I'm going to say and the first kind of episode or video here podcast I'll do a new podcast stream if you prefer the audio. I'll get that linked and put down below as well. But the first thing that I want to to talk about really in this little series around the psychology of crypto and talking through this information is is moving the goalposts. And as we're going into this bull run, a lot of times you'll see people on Twitter talk about setting goals in in crypto Twitter. and, And if you're not on crypto Twitter... God bless you because you're probably saving yourself a few years off your life. But one of the things that I think is is really interesting and it's, it's hard to deal with until you kind of get to this point is people talk about setting a financial goal. And if you're in crypto, whatever that might be, you know, that might be paying off your mortgage, that might be paying off your student loans, might be paying off your car, might be making a million dollars. Like, I, I don't know what the goal is, but one of the most difficult things to do is when you are in the heat of a raging bull market, when you get to that goal, to perhaps not move it. And this is something that I was wildly guilty of in the last bull run. I remember having conversations with my wife about this and just messing it up a 100 times over. Because you get to a goal, you get to a specific number that you have in mind, and the first thing that your mind tells you to do when you're looking on Twitter and you're seeing Suzu talking about a super cycle in 2021, and you're seeing people buying yachts and Ferraris and Lamborghinis and all types of crazy stuff. And you're thinking, well, I just hit my goal, but I'm a genius right now. And if I two or three exit, not only have I hit my goal, but now maybe instead of paying off my mortgage, I can pay off my mortgage and buy a better house or a beach house. Or if I can pay off my car, I can now instead buy a nicer car and pay for that in cash. It's really difficult to set a goal post at the beginning and not move it and not get caught up in the emotion. And so that is one of the things I think is, is just really critical and worth discussing and thinking about for you as an individual as you're going through this. And the reason I think in, in many cases that you end up moving the goalposts is because you're looking at other people. And I think going back to that tweet about Pierre, you know, he talks about, hey, it's a bull market because I'm making these, these awesome trades and he's crushing it, but he's seeing other people on the feed that are crushing it more than him. And so it becomes really difficult to live in this world of of crypto Twitter and you know just kind of removing yourself from this insular bubble where at least on the surface level, it seems like everybody's crushing it. Hint, a lot of people aren't actually crushing it, but so you have to be able to manage those emotions and think about like the social comparison. And that's, that's the problem. And that's within psychology of money. These are two really good points. I'll talk about the chapter. I'll link to that. I'll put a link to the book in the YouTube and podcast description as well. Cause if you haven't read it, I would highly, highly recommend reading it or listening to it on audible. This is in, I believe the third chapter of the book. I'll put all that information below. But so they talk about moving the goalpost. Morgan Housel does, and he talks about social comparison. And so that's the thing really that kind of connects those two together is that if you are somebody, you, know, you have that goal, you have that goal in mind. And the reason you're getting greedy in many cases is because you're seeing how well other people are doing. You, know, you think, okay, I hit my goal, but like somebody else just did better so I can do better now. And so by comparing yourself to that person, by comparing yourself to other people, it becomes really difficult to ultimately have the level of, of success and know when enough is, is enough in this case. It is such a difficult thing to do because when enough is never enough, when you aren't sure when to turn it off and when to say, okay, I just made 100x on Bonk. I just made a 200x or 1,000x or whatever the heck you just made. I just turned 10 grand into a million dollars But what happens if it goes to $2 million? What happens if it goes to $3 million? And these might feel like unrelatable problems to you right now as we're on the cusp of a bull market. Maybe they don't feel like unrelatable problems. Maybe they're things that you've gone through before. But they're things to take into mind and to think about as you're going through this because it is what is going to, frankly, save you a ton of money. And I think it's, again, it's something that I dealt with a lot in the past bull market. I messed up because I got greedy. I hit certain numbers that were personal financial goals, and I hit them and I exceeded them. And then the coins went down by 85%. And then I no longer had those goals. And so now I'm sitting here kind of eyes in the prize, thinking about what I can do to be successful and to pull the trigger when enough is enough. And when I get to a place in which I'm happy, I am at peace with the amount or the number or whatever is important to me. I am at peace with that and I'm no longer comparing myself to everybody else on the Twitter feeder or or all my friends that I might know in the, in the different telegram circles and, and discord groups or whoever it might be. It's knowing when enough is enough, knowing that you can't compare yourself socially to everybody in a very online and social world, specifically in the crypto Twitter space and That is just so crucial to saving yourself a ton of money in the long run. So again, thinking about the three lessons, and these are all from the psychology of money, not all the videos that we're going to do are going to be from this book, but certainly a lot of content I think is super, super applicable to the crypto landscape. But also I want to take some lessons from other traders or just investors and, and how we can glean that information and take some actionable insights from that. But The kind of summary here is is that threefold, three topics from psychology of money. And the first is to figure out how to stop moving the goalposts, set a goalpost in mind, whether it's for this cycle or for the next couple of years or whatever it is, or for this year and figure out, Hey, if I get to this number, I'm going to be happy. And it doesn't matter what happens socially in the world. It doesn't matter what my friends are doing. Like if I get to this number, I'm going to be good. I can take care of things. And try and have a plan. Inevitably, if you get to that number, I trust me, I guarantee you, and you may be sitting in these shoes right now where you're thinking about it or you have had this problem in the past, but like that number might move. And trying to prevent that number from moving and determining something accurate or something that could be lofty, whatever it is, but don't move that goalpost and especially don't move it because of the social pressure of other people there being you know, seemingly better than you or anything along those lines. And then in addition to that, you know, enough is enough. Thinking about this, knowing when you have made enough and you are not just greedy to the point of greedy and risking it all. And I mean, you can even take away a lot of of different insights from the people that have messed up in the past cycle, and many of whom are, are now in jail or on the run or whoever it might be. In addition to just the, the everyday person, you know, like myself, who said enough wasn't enough and who lost a bunch of money, unrealized profit because of that. But you look at somebody like the folks at Three Hours Capital. They were worth you know tens and hundreds of millions of dollars, but they wanted billions and billions of dollars. And so what did they do? Rather than saying enough is enough, rather than saying, you know, maybe I don't need to go levered to the freaking tits on whatever, I, enough is enough, but they didn't. They said, I want tens of millions of dollars. I want hundreds. I want billions. And they could have lived the happiest life in the world if they said, all right, like we're going to relax and we're going to take things calm and we're going to take things slow and we're going to invest a little bit more slowly. That wasn't what they did. They didn't say enough was enough in that time frame. And when you also think about, you know, social comparison, you don't buy a $50 million yacht like they did if you're not trying to strut around in terms of showing everybody in Singapore, wherever they were, how awesome that they were socially. So you can think about people like that. You can think about SBF and you know his inability to really rein things in at any point in time. I think three, I is probably the better example, but there are just a lot of examples in crypto where people do not know when enough is enough and they, they're not happy with a million dollars. They're not happy with five or 10 or 20 or a hundred or whatever it might be. And again, these numbers might feel really unrealistic to you, but the points remain. And if you play your cards right, and I hope to God you do, I really hope that everybody watching this is financially successful in all their endeavors. And if you want the top 10 altcoins, just go watch another channel. And I hope those hit for you. And that's sick. But I hope that you have these problems. And then I just hope that you're able to properly or successfully deal with them in a way that leads you to a good spot. So That's just my initial little play around with this psychology of money, YouTube conversation on crypto. And if you enjoyed this, or if you think this could be interesting, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'll go into it in a little bit more depth in the future. I'll put some more lessons in. We'll talk about different people and different points that I think are sticky to the crypto industry, because again, this is so finite. This is so human nature related. Like This is so much based upon human emotion and how you feel in those moments when things are going up 100% or when they're going down 75% or whatever it is. So mastering this type of stuff or learning these little lessons here or there for me has been super helpful and interesting and not something that I necessarily thought of. And so I hope that maybe this could be interesting for you as well. If you enjoyed this, if you're new to the channel, if you're old to the channel, hit the like button. I would appreciate it if you're old or new subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. I don't really care. And if you want to listen to this on the podcast, I'm going to create a new podcast feed, psychology of crypto or something along those lines. I don't really know yet. I'll put a link below in the YouTube description. If you want to listen along there, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. If not, sorry. Peace.